You're listening to the Quince podcast. My name is Vaishali Sood and I'm the health editor for thequint.com and its health vertical fit.thequint.com. In this scenario, there's been so much information shared about uh, the novel coronavirus, the vaccine development, the medicines, but along with all the information, there's also been a host of misinformation that has been shared. And our purpose of doing this webinar is to address some of that misinformation and to give you real answers, uh, realistic answers to the questions you have. Now, It is a new coronavirus. It is a never seen before coronavirus. So yes, the answers are also evolving. But our purpose for doing this webinar today is to get you the best possible information. And joining me today is Dr. Arvind Kumar, uh, Chairman of Center of Chest Surgery at Sir Gangaram Hospital. Uh, Dr. Kumar, welcome to the the webinar. Thank you. And also joining us today is uh, Dr. Shahid Jameel. He's a virologist and CEO of Welcome DBT India Alliance. Uh, welcome to the webinar, Dr. Jameel. Thank you, Vaishali. So the way we proceed uh, with the webinar today is we had uh, publicized this uh, webinar a few days ago and we've had an incredible number of questions that have come to us. So what I'll do is I want to answer as many as possible. So I'm going to try and go through the questions and uh, throw them to either Dr. Jameel or Dr. Kumar, depending upon uh, the subject matter. So let me just start off right away. Uh, and this question is for you, Dr. Jameel. Uh, the question is uh, question being asked, and it's been asked multiple times is, does COVID-19 infect even sitting at, at home through air? Is, corona, is COVID-19 coronavirus airborne? Uh, and the second question related to that is, is that the reason we've been asked to wear masks? All right. Uh, so coronavirus is airborne in the sense that it travels through droplets, uh, but doesn't mean that it's out there in the atmosphere, just floating around, ready to get into your mouth or your nose. No, that's not true. Uh, you need to be close to somebody who is infected, who is transmitting the virus. Uh, So if you're just sitting at home, no one around you uh, to transmit, no, you won't get it. Uh, So you can breathe easy. You don't have to hold your breath. Uh, The second question is about masks. Masks are being promoted because every one of us should consider ourselves to be infected and therefore wear masks to prevent the infection going to others. Since the level of testing is low, since a majority of people who have infection are asymptomatic, they don't have fever, they don't have cough, but they are still transmitting, it's important for all of us, irrespective of our status, to be wearing masks uh, to protect others. Because the kind of masks that are being promoted they will transmit, they will prevent transmission from you. They will not really prevent transmission to you. So that's the logic of masks. Okay, that's an that's important clarification. Uh, Dr. Dr. Kumar, in hospital settings, and uh, you know, the, the, the 
doctors who interact extremely closely with COVID-19 patients, they are the ones who need to wear these N95 masks and these N95 masks are not to be worn by anyone else. Am I correct? Yeah, so as far as the N95 masks and the personal protective equipment is concerned, the logic is very simple that wherever there is a close contact between a suspected patient and a healthcare worker, you have to have highest level of protection for the healthcare worker at that point of time. So if you are sitting in a, uh, see all hospitals these days are running a fever clinic where anybody who has a flu-like symptom will report. Now there is no way of clinically knowing who amongst them will be corona positive and who would not be. So therefore, everyone is to be presumed to be corona positive. So here, the healthcare worker who's sitting and examining this patient has a risk if any one of them happens to be positive. So they have to bear it. Similarly, any other, when you are collecting the samples, that's also a time where the highest level of exposure is there. And therefore, personal protective equipment and this kind of mask is to be worn. When you are in the hospital settings also, now this is something which has changed. Earlier, we were saying that N95 is recommended only for those who are inside the ICUs and handling these patients. But now we are recommending N95 for all healthcare personnel who are inside the hospital premises. Reason being that there have been so many cases where people who were not initially suspected to be COVID are now coming to COVID. And as the numbers increase in the society, these numbers coming to hospitals will increase and therefore healthcare workers are being recommended to use N95. Now, what I want to clarify here is that there is no justification for the public, general public, using N95 because as Dr. Shahid uh, clarified, that the purpose, the reason why government has recommended not necessarily mask. In fact, Government of India guidelines call it a face cover. It's not called as mask. It need not be the surgical mask. It need not, of course, need not be N95. The reason is that when we are coughing, sneezing, even speaking loudly, and even normal talking, there are some droplets who are coming out. Although the primary reason today is the primary uh, protection is a uh, one meter plus distance, but sometimes somebody comes close to you and when he's speaking, there are some droplets which are coming out and that now is being considered as an important mode of transmission and hence covering the face. If you cover the nose and mouth, as Dr. Shahid said, that when you cough or speak or sneeze, those droplets will not travel to the other person. So I repeat, N95 is only for healthcare settings where the workers are exposed to the suspected cases, not for public use. What is recommended for public use is not even a triple layer surgical mask. What is recommended is you can take a, any cotton cloth, a thick kind of cloth, make it into three layers and just cover it, cover your nose and mouth and you can tie it at the back. And uh, this will protect other people from acquiring infection if you are a carrier, you are in incubation period. And mind you, there is no way of knowing whether you are a carrier or not. Therefore, best is that everybody in the country presumes he is positive and also presumes that everybody else is positive and takes extreme precautions. Right. So it's your responsibility as a citizen 
to, to, to wear these masks and uh, wear these uh, face coverings, as the doctor said, when you step out, uh, it's your responsibility to ensure that the infection does not spread further than where it is. So uh, do wear those face coverings when you step out. And uh, the Ministry of Health and Family Affairs also shared videos and uh, images of how you can make these, stitch these coverings at home. So do go through those. Um, I have another question, uh, Dr. Kumar, again for you. Has there been any medicine suggested as a precaution besides social distancing and frequent washing of hands? I'm just going to add a little rider to this and ask you, in India, uh, hydroxychloroquine has been recommended as a prophylactic for healthcare workers uh, who are working very closely with COVID-19 patients and their family members. So if you could just answer both the questions and clarify the doubts yes. we may have yeah. regarding. So, so there has been a huge amount of discussion on this hydroxychloroquine. Of course, uh, 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 aided to a great extent by the statements from uh, uh, president of one country. Now coming to the medical aspects, uh, let me say that the final word on this issue is not yet out. What is recommended by the Ministry of Health and ICMR today for prophylactic use, which is a preventive use for the healthcare workers who are working in the ICUs or wards who are directly handling corona positive cases or for the home workers who are looking after a corona positive patient. So whether you are a healthcare worker or you are a worker or a family member at home, whoever is directly taking care of a corona positive patient, these are the two settings in which as of today, prophylactic use of hydroxychloroquine is cleared by the ICMR and Ministry of Health. As far as the widespread use for general public and masses is concerned, as of today, 10th of April 2020, there is no such recommendation from ICMR or Ministry of Health. A large number of people are asking this question. In fact, some of them have started taking on, on their own. And I would caution that this indiscriminate self-use of medicines can land you in trouble. When there is no proof, if ever there is a study which proves the benefit, I think ICMR and Ministry will be the first ones to change their recommendation and come out. So till that happens, people should refrain from taking hydroxychloroquine for prophylactic use. Have I clarified the issue? Uh, yes, sir, you have. But uh, the question I have follow up is like a journalistic question to ask you sure. is that the studies supporting its use are still ongoing. And yeah. so it's important to wait for some concrete uh, results. Uh, you know, once the WHO is also carrying out its solidarity uh, trials. So it's important to wait for those uh, results before governments make policy decisions based uh, on the usage of hydroxychloroquine. Can I, can I respond to that? Yes. So Vaishali, this virus is a new virus. Nobody had ever any past experience. It's also a very strange virus. It's a very serious and a very killer kind of virus. And the developments are happening at such a rapid pace that what is true today may not be true tomorrow. And the classic example being widespread public use of masks. When this uh, campaign started about a month back, all of us were recommending that there is no indication for general public being using a mask which has changed today. So same way hydroxychloroquine as of today 
it is recommended for healthcare workers and family members of a proved corona positive case not for mass use tomorrow if it changes we should proceed accordingly right uh, so my next question is for dr jamil um, why has herd immunity not worked for boris johnson in the uk uh, so if you could just sort of expand on uh, what is the concept of herd immunity and then you can choose to answer the boris johnson question right so herd immunity refers to uh, a situation where a large number or a large fraction of the population is already infected and has developed antibodies and has become immune uh, so what essentially happens is that in such people the virus cannot uh, go through a productive infection cycle and the virus cannot be transmitted from this person to another person so it's basically the human to human transmission chain which is broken in somebody with immunity now this will only work if uh, a large fraction of the population has antibodies which means that a large fraction of the population has become infected and has recovered from infection that hasn't happened really in any country and when we're saying a large fraction uh, from prior experience of other viruses we are talking about something of the order of 70% of the population roughly that figure uh, we are nowhere close to that uh, if you look at simply the uh, confirmed positives today and if you see what percent of the world population they are they are something like 0.06% of the world population if you say that uh, only about one tenth of people are being detected and multiply this number by let's say 10 or even 100 uh, you still have uh, you know about 5 or 6% of the population infected so herd immunity is not going to kick in at such low percentage the, the question is should we wait for herd immunity to kick in uh, with a virus that is killing confirmed cases at the rate of about 3 or 4% uh which is possibly killing the general population uh at a rate of about 0.5 0.6% you can't take that chance you can't take a chance for herd immunity to develop are humans as a population willing to sacrifice one out of every 200 uh and wait for herd immunity to develop modern medicine will not allow that uh so i don't really think herd immunity is something uh to rely on today eventually this virus will be controlled by herd immunity when enough people have been infected uh, recovered eventually it will be controlled by that but not today Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.